Warning, this podcast involves discussions of a spooky and graphic nature not suitable for children or the faint of heart. Strong language and mature content is present. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. And welcome back to another episode of Stabby Snippets. It's your girl Jessica, and I am, of course, joined by my wonderful gal pal Tara. Hey guys! And this is our newest project. Is that what we're calling it? Project Minisodes Project Side Series Minisodes. Yeah, side. I like that side series. Boom. <laughs> and we're gonna come at you on a weekly basis with some true crime stories for you. I'm excited about today's episode. I'm going to uh, be telling you about the trial and well, it's the case of Sydney Loof, who is from Nebraska. So um, buckle in because we're going to get started. Ooh, I'm excited. I am. I, I want to first say thank you for introducing this into my life. You're welcome. I always find all the stories. All the weird ones. <laughs> it's true. You find like the really, really weird ones. And I'm like, where, where did this come from? I know. Okay. So this is the story, the very sad ending of Sydney Loof. She was 24 years old and she is from Omaha, Nebraska area. Lincoln-ish. The Lincoln PD are involved. And she was a young lady of, of age 24, and she did a lot, what a lot of 24-year-olds do, which is go online and look for possible dates. So she jumps on Tinder. She meets this girl who she thinks is wonderful at the time, Bailey Boswell, and they go out on November 14th, 2017. According to both her and Boswell, I keep wanting to call her Bosley, like she's from Charlie's Angels. <laughs> she's not a Charlie's Angel. Sydney and Bailey went out. They drove around Lincoln. They got high, apparently. And they decided that they were going to hang out again the next night. So November 15th, Boswell picks Loof up again. She picks Sydney up and they drive around. They go hang out at her house. And they apparently do a lot of drugs at this point. I did not recognize a lot of the names of the drugs because hashtag sheltered white girl. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I wouldn't either, so it's all right. right. I was like, that's a drug? Oh, that just sounded pretty. I don't know. <laughs> and and according to Boswell, Sydney asked to be dropped off at a friend's house. And on November 16th, the very next day, Sydney is reported missing. The last known photo of Sydney was on her Snapchat on November 15th. She posted, getting ready for my date. And then that is pretty much the last time friends or family heard from her. Mm. And things start escalating pretty quickly. People find out that she's gone on this date. She's found out that Boswell is connected to this man named Audrey Trail. And Trail seems like a weird individual. And they start searching his home. They start. But here's the here's the weird thing, too. After Sydney goes missing, Bailey and Audrey start calling the Lincoln PD with tips 
Oh, this is reminding me of your missing persons case when they got on Facebook a bunch. Mm-hmm. So mm. these two got on, they, they called the police department so much, they became an uncredible source. <laughs> okay. In fact, if you flash forward in the timeline on November 29th in a car, like a freaking sketchy ass people, they cover their faces a lot. Bailey's wearing big ass sunglasses and a hoodie and he's like out of camera. You can just see like, I'm going to draw it on my face so only Tara can see. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> it's just like just part of his like upper face, like his eye. It looks like he's sitting in the driver's seat and Bailey's sitting in the passenger seat and they do this like nine minute Facebook video stating how they they didn't have anything to do with her killing. The police are just targeting them. So they go online and it's very like trashy. I'm just going to call it. It's white trash. It's super trashy. Like there's this supposedly this girl is still missing. And they're online talking about how they're a person of interest and how they've been smeared in the media. And she says, <laughs> what did she say? It was just really funny. Bailey said the media press and all the magazines is how I was like, Really? You were in magazines? Magazines. Like plural? Like people was interested in your shit? Mm, I don't think so. So they go online and they're like, basically like, this is our side of the story. And then they either remove it or Facebook removes it. But one of the sentiments that they put in there is they're like, you know what, Lincoln PD? Fuck you. Mm. Trash. Yeah. So now we're going to go back in the timeline. She's missing. They start calling in false tips, which then people are like, what the fuck? So they go and they search Trail's home in Wilbur. That's on the 19th. And on, the, on November 28th, Trail and Boswell are made known to be persons of interest in this missing case. So, I mean, if you look at the timeline, it's like November 28th, they're named persons of interest. The 29th? They come out with their own statement. So it's like their story doesn't track because it would be one thing if like the news outlets had been putting like these people are person of interest for like weeks and they were being harassed. But it's like that's like a 24 hour span, maybe 48 hours, depending on the time frame. Right. Right. So I'm like, "Mm, no, there's another video out there that I learned later on, which I didn't get to watch. But I did watch the one with Bailey and trail trail comes out and says later in a in a different one that he essentially gave himself up or talked to the police because he felt like he had no other choice you guilty you guilty <laughs> right i'm like what the f- okay on december 4th of 2017 um sydney's body was found it was found in to be cut up into 14 pieces mm. And scattered in rural fields in Clay County, which I guess was in Nebraska. The weird thing is, is that all her organs and her heart were removed. So they really like planned it and took their time. Yeah. With what they were doing. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So then December 5th, they hold a press conference. Shortly thereafter, it wasn't very long, both um, Audrey and Bailey were arrested. And they essentially like they were they're being accused of murder. And you would think that people being accused of murder would be like, okay, we didn't do it. We didn't have anything to do with it. No. So at this point, Audrey has actually gone to trial. Bailey is still set to go to trial actually in October. But Audrey, he's gone through the process first. And at this point, 
well, not at this point, but he first pleads guilty to improper disposal of a body, which when I was listening to the tape and the judge was like saying like what the maximum sentence was, it was like two to six years in prison. What? (laughs) And then like an additional six years on probation. That's it? Because that would be for anyone, not just murder. Like if someone died in your home and you just dumped them. Yeah, you just buried them somewhere. Mm. You have to like, you have to have a death certificate. You have to have like, like a plot. There has to be certain, Mm -hmm. there's certain things that have to be done to bury someone. So this is what he's pleading guilty to because it's like the lowest thing he's fucking charged with. So he pleads guilty to that. And of course they're like, but you're also being charged with murder. And um, one of them is a death penalty case. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. like, dude. So here's the really great thing. They've already gone to court. So on June, right? You're like, yay. On June 17th of this year, Audrey Trial pleads guilty to improper disposal of Sydney's body. On June 18th, officials say that they plan to a seduction to kill a person. And this is this is what they're saying. Like they either planned to seduce someone and then kill them or they have this like crazy consensual sex fantasy playing off and um it went wrong which is kind of what he he says is like they were having this wild crazy sex and he was choking her and it went too far and he accidentally killed her and then i accidentally chopped her up into 14 pieces and took out all her organs whoops and scattered it around the countryside oops it's totally fine because here's the thing like I'm sure this has crossed a person's mind in a moment of like crazy sex where there's like choking involved. I bet there has been a time where some guy is like, shit, what if I accidentally killed this girl or vice versa or whatever? No judgment. Safe zone. Well, right. If she had just died from strangulation, then I could see that. But the fact that she had been had her organs removed and chopped up and distribute her body had been, you know, scattered. Mm -hmm. That's a whole different ballgame. So basically what they're saying is that they panicked. Okay. Mm-hmm. They say they panicked, like, that this happened, this was this crazy thing. And the way that, because they brought in a pathologist to talk about this, right? And the pathologist says, like, she had hemorrhagic staining in her, on her head. Her earlobe was torn. She has, like, bindings consistent with bruising. Like, her certain areas, you could tell, were quite bruised. And yeah, the pathologist said yes. All of this could be from consensual rough sex. She could have been handcuffed and they could have been having rough sex and that could cause the abrasions on her hands. They could have been having rough sex and she hit her head. He could have pulled an earring out on accident. There's things that could have happened to cause this to happen. Like, you know, however, 99.99999 just dragged that out for a long time. Rough consensual sex doesn't end with people dying. And most of the time, if that's the case, if it's consensual sex, and something goes wrong, people tend to call 911. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know about you, but if I was having sex with my my husband and something went horribly wrong, that's the first thing I'm going to do because I care about this person. Right. Also, the pathologist said that all of the lacerations were cons- on her body were consistent with knife, scissors, and a hacksaw. In the timeline, on the 15th, before the date, both Audrey and Bailey were seen at a hardware store purchasing these kind of objects. They bought a saw with the exact teeth marks as what was used on her body. Is this a coincidence? 
No. Right. Like, how how the fuck does this happen? So that's what the they presented on June 18th. On June 21st, prosecution builds a case that in the first week of they, – they basically build up and say – like, think about how, like, June 21st was, what, four – like, three weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not that long ago. Um, so basically, they, they say, like, look, he admits to disposing of the body. He admits to killing her. Whether it's consensual sex or not, he admits to killing her. Right, exactly. Should be a no-brainer. On June 24th, ready for this, Tara? You're going to get a little bit like, oh, my God. On June 24th, Avi trial is ordered to be handcuffed for the remainder of the trial because he attempted to slash his throat in court. Oh, it's this guy. Yep. I was waiting for you to be like, oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, it's this dude. Oh, I posted this in the Facebook group. I didn't know it was this guy. I didn't either because they didn't. I don't know. if I didn't connect them Mm-mm. until I was like researching that. I was like, oh, my God, it's the dude. Mm. Yeah. So flash forward because obviously he got to go. So he's absent from. The, so they just move on with the trial, even though he's absent from it because, you know, he like mm. tried to kill himself, which let's let's be really honest here. If you're innocent, you're not going to try to kill yourself or, like, and I, I saw a picture of his neck. It's, like, off to the side. Mm. So it's not really, like, I don't think he really, I think it was more attention. Yeah. Here's where this story also gets a little weird. Apparently, Aubrey has himself his own little sexy witch cult. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yes. So three women at his trial testified that he lured them into meeting them on Tinder, because apparently that's him and Bailey's MO, because they meet on Tinder. And they said that they became part of his witch sex cult because he said that he was a vampire and could read their minds. And that Bailey was the queen witch. What the fuck? (laughs) I'm just like, okay. Mm hmm. So that happened on July 1st. Okay, the FBI shares this information. Like, that's how high up this shit went. Oh, God. It wasn't just like, hey, the local PD's involved. It's the fucking FBI. Well, yeah, because at this point, like, they're internet sex predators. Mm hmm. So the three women testify on July 2nd. Like, today is the 10th, mind you. Yeah. That's eight days ago. Yeah. So on July 3rd, it was brought into testimony that Sydney did not know that Aubrey would be part of the date. Hmm. Mm-hmm. On Monday, that's when the pathologist that performed the autopsy went on trial. And that's where, like, a lot of the information came that really is kind of damaging to Aubrey's, like, no, it was an accident. Because, again, like Tara has reiterated and I've reiterated, like, if something were to have happened, I don't think the first mode would be to, like, hack them up in 14 pieces. Like, if you accidentally choked someone to death, like, not to tell you how to get rid of your bodies, but dumping them off on the side of the road, taking them into a bad neighborhood, you know, like we learned with the last stabby snippets, push them in a river. There's a lot of options. Cutting someone up into 14 pieces, like, I don't even like cutting raw steak. Well, right. And it's not even just cutting them up in the 14 pieces. They took their fucking organs out. That's what I'm fixated on. It's not even just chopping her up. They harvested her organs too. They took that extra step, right? And here's the and the thing is that the the defense attorney obviously was like, well, couldn't the animals have gotten to them? But they're like, yeah, but not like 
all of the organs, especially because it was like in different. I don't know. So either either what has happened is they took all the organs out and they just put them in like a separate bag and that bag was never found. Or I don't know. They sold that shit. That's what I was thinking. Like. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck? Because apparently they had like they had like a hundred thousand dollar like they made a hundred thousand dollars on eBay selling her kidneys. I'm pretty sure the black market value for her organs is a lot more than a hundred thousand dollars. But you know they're white trash from Omaha, Nebraska. No offense to anybody who listens from Nebraska. No, they, but I mean there's white trash from where we come from. So there's white trash everywhere. Yes, truth, truth. Okay. So on Tuesday, the 9th, Audrey um, recants his original story from the stand. And then today, July 10th, the jury starts deliberation. Mm. And before the end of day, the motherfucker has been convicted of first degree murder. Good. Right? Like, I'm so excited that this happened today. Like, not that this happened because I'm really sad that, like, Sydney lost her life and she was mutilated and, like, not okay. But, like, how nice is it that we can actually be like, this happened today? Right. Exactly. So he has been found guilty. Then he goes into the sentencing portion. So we will be giving you an update when that happens. And then we will also probably cover when Bailey goes for her court beginning in October, mm-hmm. which, I mean, if history serves us right, it would be weird if she wasn't convicted of this since he was convicted. I mean, just look at making a murderer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, that is um, all I have for today because that guy gets he either is going to spend the rest of his life in prison or he's going to it's not the electric chair anymore. I like that you did like the cut across. It's like he already tried that, Tara. He didn't he didn't make it. Oh, I meant like someone will do that to him. <laughs> oh, yeah, because there's also that. It's such a weird case because it's like I think this is every girl's fear going onto social media is that they're going to be hacked up into a million pieces and scattered around the country. And this literally happened to a girl. So, um, I mean, thank God I'm married. <laughs> It's a scary reality of our culture now. So for our single spooksters, please be safe, male or female. Right? Here's some tips that I looked up to see for good online dating. I feel like this is something we need to spread out. If you're on a Tinder account and you're going on a date, to screenshot the picture of the person you're going on a date with. Take a photo of them um, sneakily right after they arrive. And have a person that you will update as you go along throughout the evening. If you don't, if you don't have a person you feel like you can, feel free to message our like page. We're here to help. <laughs> there you go. So that is all I have today. Any thoughts on this case, Tara? Pretty fucking wild. And we'll just uh, keep an eye on it and update you guys as they come along in the next couple months, I guess. Yes. I'm ex- oh, I'm not excited for that, but I'm excited to bring you more news. Yes. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.
Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser-known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out. And we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now.